0: this episode of the local hustlers podcast is brought to you by flamingo pools your go-to maintenance and repair company in the east valley stop wasting your valuable time trying to take care of your pool and let the professionals at flamingo pools take care of it for you visit azflamingopools.com
1: for a free quote today
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers Podcast. Today, we are stoked to have Jamessa Sanuka. Said that right, right?
1: Yeah, that was yeah, good. Sweet. That was good.
0: Um, with, uh, this is the fifth time he's tried to yeah, do that. Yeah, I've been going over this a lot. But yeah, we got Jamessa here. He's got a, a sick company. Um, I don't want to screw that one up again.
1: Kukia Creations. Kukia Creations, yeah. yeah that, was that was great. That was, was perfect.
0: But yeah, so we're super stoked to have you. Um, how have you been, man?
1: Dude, I've been great. It's been a, uh, it's been crazy, just like everywhere else, you know. But yeah, yeah, it's been a solid, it's been a solid couple of weeks. I'm not gonna lie. I just got back from Oregon. We were just camping. So. Sweet, yeah, it's been, good. Right it's been nice. good. Yeah, crazy time to be a business owner, huh? Yeah, but it's also the best time. I'd rather be working for myself than anyone else. Right? Honest. Yeah,
2: have a little T-shirt. control over what's going yep, on at least. Yeah. Um, why don't you take a couple of minutes before we get into your business? Um, tell us a bit about your your past, your life kind of before getting into, to the business
1: world. So, um, I mean, to make a long story short, um, I just, it's just big chilling all the time for, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> My family moved a lot. So I, li- I grew up in like nine different states, 10 oh, wow. different states just so I've lived in a lot of different places. Uh-huh. Um, we moved from, we moved to Arizona from Kentucky. Oh, wow. So it was a really big change, but... What, why was, were you moving all the time? Sorry just my dad's asked. job. We had to move okay. all the time. Yeah, so it was really good, though. I mean, I it's always interesting to me to, to meet people or to get perspective on people who have lived yeah. in the same place mm-hmm. or, like, know their neighbors or have really good friends since they were, like, from elementary school. Uh-huh. It's always been super weird to me just because you we are just gone all the time. But it was really good. I saw a lot of different places, a lot of different people. Um, but, yeah, basically we moved here. Um, I went to school at Val Vista Lakes for sixth grade and then, and when high school hit, I went to a school called, um, called Brophy College Prep and that's, that's really where a lot of like the ideas of like business and um, entrepreneurship really, really started just because a lot of those kids that I met, their dads were just super, they, they all own their own business. Everybody's dad owned their own business or they worked for some high government official. Yeah. But for the most part, they were all into international business or they owned a lot of the local businesses, but they were all businessmen and women. Um, so that was just, that was the first time I really, my eyes were open to like, if you own your own business. You can just pretty much do yeah, I mean whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was going to ask, so it wasn't necessarily like what they taught at the school, but the people you were around? The,
1: yeah, a the lot camp. of it was a big influence of the kids that I was around, a lot okay. of my, my peers. But even at school too, they talked about it all the time. Really? Yeah, it was just, it was really different from... From the public schools yeah. I've gone to in the past, yeah, and um, yeah, I'm just a really big advocate for private school. I mean, I think it's, I just think it's above and beyond what, what what the public school system is doing. That's that's just how it is. But uh-huh. yeah, just a lot of those guys, almost every single every single person that I was really good friends with, their dad owned one or five businesses, <laughs> and wow. they were really good at what they did, and yeah. their sons yeah. were the best because they're like yeah I don't really need to go to school to make money but they were going to school to learn information it's kind of what Mark Cuban talks about you know we all have like I, at least I do but I I know almost every business person has like idols they look up to yeah Mark Cuban's one of those but he was talking about it's like it's so dumb if you're going to if you don't go to school that was like his big thing mm-hmm. because he felt like the information was more necessary than the degree itself and almost all the kids thought the exact same way they weren't going to college or they weren't going to school unless it was just for the information because I right. wanted to learn how they could take over a business and make it better.
2: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, what were some of those ideas that you uh, first started to have when you started to see your friends with all their dads owning businesses?
1: Well, one of them who's a really good friend of mine to this day, I, I still talk to him every now and again, but his dad was like a rocket scientist oh, no, in I college. Know. And then wow. he was like, yeah, that was good. <laughs> He's like, that was really fun. And then I became uh, like a private investor and angel investor, he's just a crazy, yeah, well thought out, very disciplined individual. Mm-hmm. But that was that was like the main thing. It was just everyone was so disciplined there. Um, but yeah, a lot of the ideas I had for business were just crazy. You know, <laughs> I mean, like you're 14, you're like, oh, I want to own <laughs> like planes <laughs> right. and like yachts, and I want to sell those. Yeah. I mean, just like crazy ideas. Yeah. But yeah, that was they were they were outlandish. And then kind of got to college and. Figured out some things that I really liked. Uh-huh. Yeah, but
0: so you're yeah. in college right now, then? Yes,
1: sir. Yeah. Okay, so what are you What are you studying? So what I'm studying right now is I'm I'm in film school right now, so uh-huh. I have about a huh. year year and a half of film school left. But um, before that, I was at um, I was at school in Hawaii. I was at school there and just having fun surfing, yeah. and fishing <laughs> class. It was bad, but it was it was really good at the same time. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. That's awesome. Yeah. Why exactly film school? Well, I've always loved movies. So that was one thing is I, I'm i a really big fan of film yeah. and, um, and cinema in general. And after going to school for a little bit and just trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I was in the business program. And after a semester that my mom was like, yeah, you can do business anytime. And the amount of people that are around me... Um, in Gilbert or just in different areas, they all own businesses. And I felt like I could learn the information for business from them. But yeah. I also, that was the thing is I really, only really, really love two things. And one of them is business and one of them is movies. Hmm. So I knew I was going to do business or movies. And so technically I'm in film school. But the track I'm on for film school is the business side of making films, not the oh, art wow. side of oh. making films, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Can
2: you kind of like dive into that a bit, like what the business side is exactly in the film industry? Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, I'm so obsessed with this stuff. Okay. so <laughs> Yeah, talk as long as you want about so it. So basically, when you make a movie, it, the way I see it is it's like 50% the art and 50% the business. Okay. There's, the percentages are not technically 50-50, but... I mean, just for today's purposes, that's that's what it takes to make a movie, right? You need a movie that has a good script, solid characters. It needs to be interesting enough for people to go and watch it, to spend money on it. The other 50% is how you're going to market the movie, who's going to invest, who's going to put the money up, who's going to pay these actors, who's going to pay the crew. And so that's the side that I really want to study is how is the movie made, but also what's the business decisions that are made and how much you're going to pay people working out contracts. Um, So that's the end goal is, is the business side of making movies. Just because to me, it just seems more, seems more lucrative first off, Uh (laughs) but also I felt like it was an avenue that not a lot of people were trying to do because we've had, a lot of people don't know this obviously, but like we have the same studio executives for like the last 20, 30 years in the movie industry. So these people that are like making good movies or green lighting movies, I mean, they, they chose those careers really early on and they've had them forever And, and they're getting older. And there's just not a lot of people to replace them because those avenues of people trying to become business owners for movies or to, to get into movies on the business side just it's not really there. So I felt like the competition wise was a lot less, but also, I mean, it was the perfect blend I felt like of business and making movies. Huh. And so that that was that was the reason why, but yeah, so
2: that's super interesting because usually when you think of movies, you just think, oh, you got like a director, or producer, and then actors. Right, yeah. but you don't really think of the business side of in it. Ways, there's all yeah. this investment and marketing and stuff yep. that goes behind
1: it. Yep, 100%. And because just to make a movie is, if, if people understood the the backbone of what actually makes a movie, like the skin and bones of everything, I mean, yeah. you would be surprised any movie ever gets made. I bet, yeah. Just because the amount of scheduling conflicts, the amount of people that have to put in. Right. Um, they have what's called so they have like accountants for movies and then they have what's called movie brokers. And so a lot of the producers, what their job is is to go to these or these movie brokers, what their job is to go to like these different producers, these different businessmen and basically ask them for money. And they're like, Hey, will you invest 5 million? So they take like 5 million from one guy, 10 million from someone else, 20 million from someone else. And all these people get percentages of these movies. Uh huh. And then those Uh guys on the return, Make buku dollars afterwards because the if the movie's a success. But you think about these movies like Marvel; these studios are making so much money, not just off of yeah. ticket sales and prices, but all the merchandise. Yeah. It's insane. So, so that's so kind of that, what you want to get into, then. That yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's
2: really interesting. Definitely. Yeah, Ridge wants to be a stunt double. One day Yeah so that's Out kind of point. Ridge
0: like, yeah, I, I've been building a ramp In my backyard <laughs> Sweet so. bro
1: Nitro Street, Circus yeah.
0: 2.0 Ridge uh, Let's yeah, go you
1: will Knievel over here <laughs> Make it <me>. happen <laughs> <laughs> um, So how long Have you been going to school now? So I've been going to school Three years now Three years? Yep So I started in 2017
2: Okay that's when you went to Hawaii first?
1: Yep That's when I went to Hawaii okay. January 2017 And then I left January of 2019 Nice, nice. So Yeah it was a it was way too much fun. To <laughs> be honest, it was it was bad, but really good. I uh, need to good to me
2: as someone that you know. You've all, it sounds like since high school you've wanted to be in the business and entrepreneurship world. Did you have any hesitation on whether you should go to college or not, or did you always um, have it in the plan?
1: Yeah, in a way, I I had always planned to go to college. Uh, my parents were pretty strict about they weren't going to pay a dime for anybody's college. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. None of the kids so far, which has been really good. I have uh five other siblings, and my older sister, who's eleven months older than me, she went to college, and went for free. My little brother is, my I am, my younger sister will. So going to college was like always a thought. Yeah. Um, just because going to Brophy, everyone would talked about college. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was there's a day at Brophy, like towards graduation, where everyone wears their college sweater. Yeah that day. And we have like a uniform you have to wear. So it's like a big deal for everyone to come to school and just wear a t-shirt and Uh everyone has their college printed on their, their chest their senior year. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've always wanted to go to college for sure. Yeah.
0: So it sounds like there's like a lot of motivation through high school to become, I mean, to become successful in one way or another. Um, did you have any like solid mentors? Like I know you talked about a lot of your friends, their dads were successful, but did any of them like stick out as like a mentor? Or?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I had a, I just, I had a really good friend his name was Billy, but his dad, um, Mr. Andrew, just was one of the best influences, character wise as a person, mm-hmm. and and also on the business side. I mean, mm-hmm. he was, he just he would he would go above and beyond to just sit down with me and just give me free information. That's really yeah, just worthwhile and that's super cool. Yeah, you can't put money on that kind of. Yeah. That kind of stuff, those kind of people. So,
2: Okay, I'm going to yeah. put you on the spot. Give us one piece of advice or information that he gave you that's stuck to you till this
1: day. So my dad actually asked him this question, but he said, my dad was asking him about business. And he said, what would you say is the most important thing about business when you're making business decisions mm-hmm. and when you're working with people? And his answer was, do I trust them and do I like them? The money stuff is secondary to those two things. And so I always thought that was super funny and super interesting because I mean, when you think of business, the first thing I almost always think about is how, how how can we work together to be, to make money? Yeah. How can we turn a profit all the time? For sure. And his whole thing was, do I like, do I trust them and do I like them? Hmm. And that's just stuck with me. And moving into film school and slash business is, I mean, that's been the two biggest things when you're making a movie too is That's why directors hire certain actors. So Christopher Nolan is a like one of those people that I really look up to, movie wise. But that's why he casts. I mean, the same four people in every single movie. It's because he really trusts them to make a good movie, and he really likes working with them. Uh So he's going to continue to hire these people over and over and over. Same with the casting crew. I mean, if you have a lighting guy or a grip that you really love, you're you're going to hire those guys over and over. Or or girls, you know? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely
0: girls and guys. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. So a lot of buildup here, but at what point, um, between this inspiration in high school and where you are today, did you kind of get the idea to start up your own
1: business? So the way it goes is, Oh man, <laughs> when I was in college, I yeah. was rooming with a friend of mine mm-hmm. and whose, whose name is Josh. So there are three owners of the company. So there's Josh there's myself and another um individual his name's Ethan. Yeah. So Josh and Ethan and I were all rooming together. And Josh, who is from Hawaii, he is his he was just doing it as a hobby and like kind of as a side hustle. So every now and again he would design some shoes or he would like make a hydro flask for somebody. And I just kept seeing it over and over and over because excuse me. Um because we were rooming together. We were in the yeah. same room. And so What ended up happening is I've always wanted to start like a small business, something fun in college. Um, One was just to, because I think learning and making mistakes with like low risk, because I like it didn't cost a ton to make stickers or to to draw on shoes or anything like that. So I just felt like low risk wise, we weren't gonna die if Mm I, you know, invested some money or if we invested some time and it just didn't work out. So I really wanted to learn some of just business lessons on my own and just get the experience for sure. And I just kept seeing him drawing all the time and making sales. But I also noticed that like he wasn't really turning a profit as much. And I just thought, you know what, dude, I could, I bet I could kind of take that from things I've learned in school and from other people. And we can just kind of make a few bucks here and there. And I mean, we weren't expecting to be millionaires or anything like that from, it's, it's still in its infancy as far as business wise. But Mm -hmm. that's essentially the story is we got together and I just said, Hey, if we get together and, kind of figure some stuff out here. I, I think I can help like monetize this a little bit better. Nice. So we had a meeting in Hawaii a couple of months ago. And after that meeting and a few other times we talked, we had the best like two months in a row oh, than we wow. had in the last year. And wow. yeah, so it, it was really, really slow just cause I lived here. And so that's, oh, wow. that's really when it really started is like I left and then I, I was going back so often when I was living in Provo. I told you guys this before the podcast, but yeah. <laughs> when I was living in Provo and not going to school and not living at my place, and I was just traveling all the time, all over the place. Yeah. So on those visits back to Hawaii to go surfing, I was like, I think we need to start something here, and that's that's essentially that's how it started. It okay. Just, yeah, Josh is awesome. He's the he's the artist. He draws. He's the one that draws everything, designs all the stickers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was the other thing is I was like, I can't draw worth a lick. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I can do the business side and yeah. he's like, yeah, that's great. sounds like a good partnership to me. And he's my favorite roommate that I've ever had. That's so yeah. And then you said there's
2: a third, third partner as well. Yeah, right. And so Ethan. what does he do?
1: So his job is mainly, so a lot of what he does is, is he is kind of on the business side as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the ideas and just different types of things, but he majored in, he's still going to school as well. I think his major was marketing or something like that. And so that's what, that's a lot of what he does is he does a lot of the marketing. He makes a lot of the marketing decisions, um, slash business decisions. And also we try to do like, um, like self to self delivery. So basically if like we have a shoe that's on Island that can be delivered as opposed to mailing it and having it get there two or three days later, we just have him drop everything off like at the door. Yeah. And so that kind of makes it more personal for the people. Yeah. Um if that makes sense. So it's yeah. like, oh here's your shoes. And just, it's cool sweet. to just like see the reaction on their faces, you know, yeah. things like that. So cool. Yeah. Why don't you
2: tell us a bit more about like what the business is, like what what people are getting when they do business with you guys?
1: So for Kukia, the biggest thing that you're getting is personalized and self driven tribal designs. That's that's like the biggest thing a lot of people um want. So um in the Polynesian culture, a lot of people it's it's become a lot more mainstream now and so people that aren't Polynesian are getting a lot of these like tribal tattoos, which yeah. people can have their own I think it's cool personally. I mm-hmm. mean, it's always super interesting to me when I see someone who's not Polynesian and they have like tribal the tattoos, ring yeah. And the sleeve, yeah. Just like crazy stuff or like, a lot of football players. Um yeah. that was like a really big thing, it's just it's always popping out their, for their sure. pads. Uh, yeah, and,
0: and it looks really cool yeah. and really manly. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically yeah. it's really manly yeah. sure. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, that's essentially what it is. So, in Polynesian culture tattoos um, originally told stories, right? So, certain designs talk about certain things. Um, they talk about family. They talk about where you are heritage-wise. And that was a big thing between um, different Polynesian islands is you can tell the ethnicity of someone just by their tattoo. Oh, wow. um, just oh. because the art is different, the way the designs are. And so that was a big thing with with uh with tattoos and and why we wanted to do tribal things is just because it's it's part of a culture, it's a mm-hmm. way to stay connected and also it's become more and more popular just even in the western world yeah. outside of yeah. Hawaii outside of the Polynesian islands. And so that's um that's really where the ideas came came from. It's just it's a way to stay connected. That's cool. What yeah. what
0: kind of ethnicity is your um tribal art like? Or does it cover multiple? Like, does it cover a lot? Yeah, so
1: Josh, um, what's cool, what's the cool thing about Josh is that if you give him a design and say, I want it more in a Maori style, or if I want in a Fijian style or Samoan or Tongan, whatever it is, is he'll do the, essentially he'll do the background for it. He'll, he'll, He'll get all the information he needs and then design it based off of that culture. Um, a lot of Hawaiian people really like, so I don't, Jason Momoa, he's like a big yeah. Hawaiian, you know, mm-hmm. he's an actor or whatever, yeah. but he's got like these triangles all on his arm. That's yeah. like a really big Hawaiian thing. That's like very strictly Hawaiian tattoo. Okay. So if someone's like, oh, I really like the Hawaiian triangles. He'll make sure like it's designed around how that culture is or what that right. culture is specific for somebody. And so that's a, that's essentially what it is. We also sell just like random things here and there, like stickers um, that are tribal designed, But you know Just some fun things But mm-hmm. yeah That's mainly the thing is It's customized Wear um, T-shirts Whatever it is yeah, That's a really lot of cool. shoes Right now yeah, lot of yeah. Shoes, yeah. So
2: do they provide the shoes to you or do you guys provide the shoe as well? Or how does that work?
1: So the way it works is you pay for the art and you pay for the shoe. Mm-hmm. So you pay a certain amount of money for however much the shoe costs and we'll go get the shoe. We'll order it. We'll take it. And then we do the art. And so essentially you're just paying, you're paying for the shoe if you don't already have the shoe and then you're paying for the art as well. Um, what we're trying to do is, is as we continue to get more profit, because we continue to gain capital is just buying the shoes and having mm-hmm. them on rack and inventory. And then when people go to the website, which will be up July tenth, everybody. Sweet. Um, is that they can just go, click on the shoe, customize it, oh, and really? then they can just have it sent. Yeah. That's way so cool. how
2: do they customize like what do they do to to customize it? So
1: basically the way it will look is you'll be scrolling through, you'll be able to pick what shoe you want, and then they'll have options of like what colors mm-hmm. um, the type of design so what culture and then wow. they can put any input they want in notes of like oh I make sh-, like I want to have half of the shoe this way I want to have this many colors oh, um, wow. I saw this post because part of uh, the big thing is just communication on how people want it personalized yeah because that's the struggle I think in it is that if somebody wants it a certain way and in their head it's not, what they thought. Yeah. I was going to ask, um, they'll never come back. Right. (laughs) So
2: So how do you make sure that it's like exactly what they have in their head?
1: A lot of it is just the communication between Josh or between me and just trying to decide what they want. And the process is it's lengthy, but necessary because we've had people who will buy one shoe and after one, they'll buy another two, they'll buy another, they'll buy another three. So as far as business wise, because once somebody likes something, um, at least artist wise, or personally-wise for the tribal stuff, I mean they'll go to the same person over and over. Yeah. And there's a lot of really great tribal artists and things like that. I just think that business-wise, they don't always have a good game plan. Sure, and I sure. felt like when we were looking at the market and the competition, that's where I felt like we could do a little bit better than other people. Kind of yeah. capitalize on that a bit. And that's probably why your
2: partnership works out so good because he's the artist and that's like where he yeah. he, he shines. But then you have the business yeah. stuff. That, and then you have another partner with the marketing, so you guys all come together and it really just blows it all up. It
1: does, yeah. And it's it's worked out really well between the three of us. It's been really good actually. It's it's been better than than it than it could be. I mean yeah. Yeah. it could be bad, but we've uh-huh. been we've been pretty good about it. FaceTime works pretty well too right? Yeah FaceTime's awesome. Yeah. I'm not it gonna really lie us. Shout out Mark Zucker, or Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Jobs. <laughs> Shout out. R.I.P. Steve Jobs. Honestly, gosh, that was terrible. <laughs>
2: um, are there any other not just the the distance, but even when you guys are together, are there any struggles you guys have with you know working with not only one partner but three different partners in the business?
1: Um, well, I think it goes back to I trust them and I really like them a lot. Yeah. Um, and we're very straight up with each other. Um, That's I'm good. a I'm a little more forward personality-wise than both of them are, mm-hmm. and I think that's just because, I mean, I run the business side of the company, yeah. so I feel like I, I kind of need to be. Uh-huh. Um, but we work really, really well, as far as a cohesive unit. It's been, it's been really good. I mean, both those guys are awesome. I, yeah. I trust them and I like them, and I think that was one of the big things. Is I mean, I'm really close with both their families. That's cool. while I was going to school. So
2: are they both going to school over there still?
1: I mean, is anyone really going to school right now? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, I think they're both going to school in in fall. Okay. Yeah, I know one of them's in Alaska right now, actually. Uh huh. And Josh is in Hawaii, and I'm in. I mean, I'm here right now, so we're we're all trying to figure out when school, if school is going to start. I don't. I actually think they go to they go to BYUH. So I think actually. BYUH isn't having school this semester. Yeah, that's To what be I honest heard. with you. Yeah. 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 So I don't I don't know what they're gonna do or if they're just gonna do online, but mm-hmm. um hopefully, you know, school's I think school's kinda necessary to be honest, but yeah.
0: Do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it? Then call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down, allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013.
2: So is this more of like a a side hustle right now? Like how many hours a week do you feel like you guys put into this? So
1: I'd say it's, at least for me on the business side, um, I think for Josh, it's a lot more just because, I mean, he'll it, it, take a good three, four hours just to draw one thing. Right. Yeah. Um, and he's had to have a lot more new designs. Yeah. Um, because beforehand, what was happening is he'd have like, we'd have one design for stickers, which mm-hmm. turned into four and they were old designs. So what we did in like 40, 45 days is we came up with, 13 new ones and we decided from those 12, 13 new designs, like three stickers we were going to put out. And then we're trying to put out a collection of stickers basically every single, every single week since then. So he's had a lot more. So I think hour-wise for him, it's probably been closer to probably 30 hours a week. Oh, wow, so it's a a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely a side hustle between the three of us. I mean, we've all decided it wasn't going to be something that we were going to be crazy about, but if Uh we could make some extra money, and just profit, it's been good. Yeah. Um, but I'd say for me, probably probably fifteen hours a week. Um, all of us have a lot of stuff going on, but yeah, I mean
2: Yeah. I love hearing about sidehouses, just like the differences of running it versus like being all in on a business. So mm-hmm. before I ask, do you guys do any of you guys have jobs as well, or do you mostly just focus on this? Yeah,
1: so I have a job as well. Mm-hmm. Um I I mean, I still have to pay rent. So yeah. that's um been good. I but also I I didn't work for like a year mm-hmm. or something oh. like that. Like I just wasn't working after I came back from Hawaii. I was just part but beside traveling and stuff, I just just didn't have a job. And so this past year, um I got a job. So I've been working since December. Yeah, I've been working since like January, December. But yeah, everybody has a job. Sorry. To answer your, to answer your question, yeah. <laughs> All of us have a job.
2: Okay. And so is it hard to like uh, have time to think about it or focus on On the side business When you have a job and school On top of that
1: I think it could be If we didn't all like Doing it so mm. if it felt Like more if the If Kukia felt like a job It doesn't yeah but if it felt like Something that we had to be like super Crazy about I mean it brings me Zero stress right Um. Which I shouldn't awesome. say zero yeah maybe five percent Of the time <laughs> but for for the most part, I mean, it, it brings me almost no stress to be like, yeah. okay, we didn't sell a hundred stickers today. We sold four. Um, we didn't sell 20 shoes this month. We sold four, you know, but so that brings me like no stress at all, which has been really good. That's cool. um, Yeah. But I mean, we could all be doing better with it. It's just, yeah, the side hustle thing just, it, it really is like a. I don't know how to explain it, but like, it's a way for me to back up from movies and from film school and from my job and focus on something that I'm just really, really, that I really, really like. Yeah. So it's more of a
0: hobby than it is a
1: job. It's yeah, it's definitely more in the hobby section than job wise, but it's a fun hobby that we all do to make money. So like on the perfect combo. Yeah. It's like the perfect combo of just side hustle and fun. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And we're just trying to grow it as best we can.
2: Yeah. So do you guys want to grow this into like a bigger thing, something that you're doing full time possibly, or do you want to keep it more of a side thing for all of you? Well,
1: I think the best thing, I mean, anybody would want anything to be successful as it could be. Right. So if it had the potential to be great and replace, I mean, Ethan and Josh and my day job, that would be awesome. Yeah. But, um, I mean, art is something that's really tough to do. And, and I think just making a few extra bucks every single month or every single year. We, we basically all came together. This was the great thing about Josh and Ethan, uh, about working with them and why I trust them and love them so much, is yeah. we basically all came together. I said I would do some things on the business end. And both of them said, okay, we'll put 100% of the profit we make from this side hustle and put it back into the business. Oh, wow. And so, we're beforehand, like everyone was kind of paying themselves here and there, especially uh-huh. Josh, because he was doing all the art. Yeah, And basically, he was just like, nah, dude, I'll put it all in. 100% into the business. So for the last couple of months now, I mean, every dime we've made just goes right back into the business uh. to grow it. So the side hustle, like in a way is kind of growing yeah. and we're focusing more on it. But I mean, I don't, I don't think it brings anybody any kind of stress Right. just because everyone's just having a good time with it. But it's definitely something that's super important because it's ours mm-hmm. and nobody else can tell us what to do yeah. with it. And I think that's the, I don't know. It just makes you feel good to yeah. know that something's yours. You own something.
2: Yeah, And obviously not everyone is in a a position to be able to do that, but it's so important if it's possible to take as much of those profits as you can and put it back into the business, even though it might be tempting to reward yourself and take it all out. (laughs) It's huge for the business to be able to put it back in and grow it. I'm sure you guys have seen that.
1: Yeah. Someone told me something really important. um, And actually this is something interesting going back to like culture Yeah, is in the Polynesian community. Something that's really tough is to like, um, at least, at least it has been for me is to give things for free just because like it's part of the culture. You know, you give freely um, and people are always like, Oh, can I get those stickers for free? Like, can you do this for free? And in a, and in a way it's tough because it's like, this is a business, but to the, to a lot of Polynesian people, to just a lot of people with a lot of culture to them, it doesn't make sense to like pay someone yeah, yeah. to do something well, for you. Like, no, this is a favor. Yeah. And part well. of you really does. I mean, I wish I could give, Everyone free tribal shoes. I really do. Right. The difference is like, this is for me, it's like a, it's a business, you know? Yeah. We, you can't take from the business stuff into the personal stuff. The example I was given was if you have an Airbnb, right. And you buy two laundry detergents and you buy one laundry detergent for the Airbnb and one for yourself at home. If you run out at home, you don't run to your Airbnb spot and grab the laundry. (laughs) You have to go buy new, new laundry. And so those just need to be separate. Yeah. Um so that's the same thing for us too is we have a separate account um the LLC and everything will st- starts and it's for the business and strictly for the business. Yeah. And so everything all the profits go right back to that and nobody is allowed to take from it. So
2: that's cool. That's
1: awesome. um, what are some of the
2: most important things that you put those profits back into? Is it like marketing or more product? or what do
0: you A hear? lot
1: of it right now is in marketing, especially the last couple of months. Um, just trying to grow the Instagram, trying to grow the amount of people that see it. Yeah. Um, because that's really the big thing, at least art-wise that we've seen, is yeah. the more people that see it, obviously, the, the more people will be right. interested. Yeah. Um, and word of mouth is like a time in the past. I mean, not that it can't happen that way, mm-hmm. but... The way I see it, I mean, social media is like that's how you grow, especially yeah. a side hustle, anything, a business. I mean, if your business doesn't have a solid Instagram, um, you know, just good social media, um, different ideas on it, then it's, I mean, it's just not gonna happen. Yeah,
2: it's really like where people to go, where people go to see if your business is legitimate or not.
1: 100%. Yeah, no, totally. Seriously, 100%. I feel like they
0: look that up before they look up your website. Yeah, I'd yeah. agree. Yeah, one hundred percent. So where have you found success in growing social media?
1: A lot of DMs.
0: A lot yeah. of DMS slide into
1: those DMs. <laughs> even as watch. a business owner <laughs> Yeah, even as a business owner. You like gotta, how? So sometimes it'll be tagging people that have had past um product that we've given them. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. we all tag each other in our personal accounts as well. Um but but the biggest thing, we've paid money for promotions on Instagram. And on other um other people's like on other people's Instagram to mm-hmm. post about us, right? So you pay somebody else that has yeah. a following of let's say thirty thousand people, right? Yeah. Thirty thousand followers. And you pay them whatever it is, fifty bucks, twenty five bucks for them to have one post about you and then something on their story. Yeah. And we did we decided to spend I wanna say it was like a hundred bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. 50 bucks one 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 day um, after a meeting. Mm-hmm. And I think our Instagram following grew from like 300 to 1,000 in really? like two days. Three days. Really? Yeah. And then we got five or six orders from that. Wow. So, so the Instagram is actually really young as far as when it was made. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just hadn't been posting regularly. We hadn't been having... I mean like I said it just it was like kind of it was really more of a hobby and just yeah, something we were yeah. kind of all messing with and then when we got kind of serious about it maybe 3 months ago, 4 months ago, I mean it it's it's grown exponentially. So That's
2: cool. And by promoting that's basically just where you pay money to boost a post, right, for exactly. other people to see it and so yes, was sure. like a sponsored post yep. in their feed.
1: Exactly. Yep. Or when you're scrolling you see like an ad yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's like, "Oh, you can swipe up on it." Uh-huh. Yeah. So we've paid a couple of times for for promotion, and it's grown. The Instagram just gotten us a lot more followers, but yeah. way more than that, it's gotten us a lot more sales. That's cool.
2: How about the influencer marketing where you paid someone who had a lot of followers to post? Did that? Did you see any success from that?
1: Actually, we haven't. Um, We've paid. I want to say like two people, and I just think I think part of it is like what, just a timing thing. So mm-hmm. like posting at the right time, I realize is super important. Having yeah. them post at a certain time. But um, we're continuing to, to do a lot of the, prom- the promotions, just the paid ones. That That's just what seems to work out for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And does your other business partner who's in charge of marketing, does he kind of focus on that?
1: Yeah, person? he does. He Ethan is awesome because he has so many good ideas Yeah. Um, of what we should be doing with the business. The problem is I can't always afford them. So <laughs> um, that's... That's where he comes in. Though. I mean, he has expressed a lot of good ideas and is really, I mean, we really need him to be honest, because between Josh and I, I just don't have the creative mind yeah. to know what to do with what Josh is doing. And Josh business wise, um, we just can't, we can't do it without Ethan basically is my point. Yeah. So yeah. he's, he's really good. Yeah,
2: that's cool. Do you want to dive a bit deeper into like what you do on a regular basis? Cause Josh obviously does the designs. Ethan does all the marketing. So yep. what's like you know, a day-to-day basis or week-to-week basis of what, what your tasks are.
1: So basically at work. So my day job is, is a night job. I work at graveyard shift at, oh, wow. at like a uh, re- rehabilitation center. Really? Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I, I sit there a lot. Yeah. And basically it's it's hilarious. But that was part of the reason why I got the job was because I was up though I was up during the graveyard hours anyway. Yeah. And so what it is is really late at night, so from twelve to eight, nine AM, twelve AM to nine AM, what I'll do is I'll do I call it the Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if this is. I don't know if that's what it's what it is. But basically, he <laughs> was explaining that if you have a side hustle, a small business, and you're trying to grow it and get it as front many as friend in front of as many eyes as possible. I mean, you sit there on Instagram for four hours and you comment on everyone, right? So if your business is like, um, what like protein shakes, right? You go, you type in protein shakes, hashtag protein shakes, yeah. <laughs> and you sit there and you hit the three hundred thousand posts that are protein shakes and like it's people that are you know working out or whatever and you type swole fire you know looking big bro and yeah. so that's essentially that's what i do is <laughs> i'll look up any of the tribal designs a lot of these areas and try to get it as many front in front of as many eyes as possible the business and so i'll be commenting um like personalized comments hmm. for hours really yeah um uh or and what also i do is i run the money side of it so I keep track of the amount of inventory we have every day, uh, what sales we made that day, what the profit is that day, and it's all on spreadsheets. Um, also, I run the meetings that we have between the three of us. Uh-huh. So we'll have like action items that we have. We'll have items that we need to follow up on, different things, and then I run the budget as well. That's probably yeah. the biggest thing that I do is, is running the budget. budget yeah. yeah. And running all the numbers. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not an accountant I didn't study finance. I was going to say,
2: where did you learn about numbers to be able to run
1: the- <laughs> YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> YouTube is great. Um, yeah. It's, I think it's fantastic, but aside from movies, I mean, I really, really love business. And yeah. so if I'm not watching something on YouTube about cinema or about film school Or about movies It's it's about business And so that's That's really where I learned About how to run numbers And how to do spreadsheets How to keep things organized And I'm still learning You know I'm So first Like a discipline I, I failed math uh, My junior year and to <laughs> Of this, high school Of high school okay. And to this day I am Not a mathematician You know I'm not great at it But I mean I can I can do plus or minus You know I can, yeah. I, I can <laughs> multiply But that's why We have calculators And Yeah <laughs> And things like that. Yeah, Yep. 100%. 100%. Um, so a lot of people say YouTube,
0: but who have you found anyone in particular on YouTube that you like?
1: I do. Yeah, I do actually. So there's a guy, his name's Graham, Graham Stefan. Okay. I think is his, is his name. And he's just this dude who like did real estate. He was a millionaire when he was like 26 oh, from real estate and he lives in California, but He had a YouTube channel about talking about money and credit cards and, um, how to run a business and finances and just getting like personal finances done and also what he did personally. Yeah. And I think, and I've been following him, I think for the greater part of a year or something. And so, yeah, he's something I really like. He has like 2 million plus subscribers now, but when I started watching him, I think he had like maybe 150 subscribers at the time. So he's awesome. I mean, he's grown Really, really big as far as yeah. money-wise, or has helped me f- as far as money-wise. Yeah. That's cool. Getting my finances in check and things like that.
0: That's, That's cool.
1: cool. Um,
2: and then you also mentioned the Instagram side of things where you're always commenting. Have you seen um, anything come from that, whether it's sales or just people checking out your page in general or following you? What's What's been the benefit of doing that?
1: One of the big benefits, like you said, was just having them... I mean, look at the page. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we've had a lot more sales than that, like I said, after our meeting and just trying to get some more things organized. I mean, we had our biggest biggest month right there. And Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, the real benefit is just making sales, like yeah. I said. and
2: It's just like a funnel. They check you out and then eventually they see you again, see you again, and then yep. the sale happens. Yep,
1: exactly. And even then, too, one of the things that I think has been good is just people, as soon as they get a product, especially the way Josh does it, because he does it so well. Yeah. Is, I mean, they'll always tell someone about it later. Right. We we try to make sure that they post, at least on their Instagram, after receiving their products and getting it back. And so that's been something that's been really cool too, is just someone will get it. So, for example, a shoe, and then they post it on their Instagram, and one of their friends is like, cool shoe, can I get one? And, of course, we say, yes, you can. And that's it. Yeah. That's sweet. Nice. That's been a good benefit.
2: You, you mentioned Mark Cuban earlier as someone, like the man guys, let me tell you, that is <laughs> yeah, the tell man, us, tell yeah. us more, tell us more.
1: <laughs> one of the goats of business. Yeah. So the one of the reasons I love Mark Cuban is because he's almost in a, in a way, I think he's like such an opposite of what a lot of other business owners say. So uh-huh. I mentioned Gary V right. He's yeah. like, he's gotten a lot bigger in the year. So this is the funniest. So something that at least in my mind is funny is I've heard about a lot of these people like Mark Cuban and Gary and um, a lot of these guys, like in high school, and then on, when I came back from the mission, basically there was like everyone was talking about him. Right, it's, right, They've been like become like a lot bigger business, a lot more mainstream, reasons. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's funny just because they're such they're such studs. But what I really love about Mark Cuban is, um, he basically talks about going to school and getting information and learning as much information from people that know more than you. And then taking it back. And one of the interviews I just watched with him in, this was maybe two, three days ago, but he went to Indiana university, I want to say, Mm -hmm. and he was just, and he studied finances just because he didn't feel like anybody else anywhere could really, it was like their job for them to sit down and teach you. Yeah. And one of the things that, um, when I kind of mentioned this earlier is like, if you can go to school for free, why wouldn't you go to school? I mean, to get the information. So that's something that I really love about him is, like, you need information from someone smarter than you so you can take that information. And that's just, like, one of the outlooks I just hadn't seen in a lot of other business owners who are, like, school is stupid. Mm -hmm. It's, like, a waste of time. Um, But it's not, I think, if you use it in the right way. Right. So, yeah, that's, I mean... Guys, the goat. Okay, he's the man, Mark Cuban.
2: Does he produce a lot of like his own content? Because like someone like Gary Vee is always like posting yeah. stuff. Does Mark? Does Mark Cuban have like a platform where he's always you know giving out tips and advice or?
1: Yeah, um, he does. He's really good about it. He does a lot. Of, if you, I mean, literally just on YouTube, if you search Mark Cuban interviews, mm-hmm. I mean, aside from Shark Tank, right? There's so much information that he is giving. Yeah, just I, through different interviews. Yeah, just through yeah. different interviews, and that's that goes for a lot of people. Um, yeah. Mark Schultz, he's another one. The CEO and and founder of Starbucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and they have so much information. I mean, they literally would give this information out for free, mm-hmm. just interviews. Yeah. And so I think like why wouldn't you use that? Uh-huh. Those advices. Why wouldn't you use those things? And they they talk about things that they run their business and yeah the things that they do. So yeah. Oh, that, there's
2: so much information out there that they give so, out that we're just
1: so good too. Yeah. yeah, it's I mean it's top stuff. And I mean every I mean you can take what you want from certain people. So like right. Gary V he. Cracks you know because he's like school is stupid like uh-huh. go, don't go to college like your parents tell you to go to college like screw them yeah, you know yeah. and Mark Cuban's totally different so I think you just got to take what you think is best
2: I yeah I think that's so important because there's so many of these like loud entrepreneurs and a lot of them have like different takes on it so it's important to like listen to a lot and yeah. then see what's best for you see what you agree with the most instead of just like taking one and doing everything they say yeah because right,
0: at the end of the day like we live in a country where we can choose what to do. And so you're
1: the ma- that's you're the man, dude. Yes. 100%. <laughs> so it's, it's really like, and everyone's always going to have a different opinion. Like always. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to please everybody. So, yeah. I mean, don't even try. Please. <laughs> please yourself. It's really not worth it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> please yourself. That's right.
2: <laughs> um, any, any books or podcasts that you listen to oh, as well? Yeah. Or read let, let me, you let out? me
1: pull this up. Actually, there's, um, Someone just gave me this book. I had never read it before and I'm I'm almost finished with listening to it. It's called The Go Giver. Oh, I've yeah, heard that. of this yeah, book? The go giver, yeah. yeah. The go giver. I,
0: I actually just got that book the other day from somebody and I've been meaning to open it up. But yeah. yeah. When are yeah. you gonna open it up? Oh well, I've opened up another book, so <laughs> that that one's coming second. Rich Dad poured out is first.
1: Rich Dad Robert Kiyosaki yeah, is a stud. Yeah. One of the OGs. Mm-hmm. Yeah such a stud. I think so, I mean, obviously business-wise, I try to read as many books as possible. Yeah. Um for me, I also have to read a lot of like filmmaking books if that makes sense just cuz yeah, yeah. it's not just what I'm studying, but it's also what I love. So, The Ride of a Lifetime by Robert e- by Robert Iger, that's the CEO of Disney. Yeah. Um, been the CEO for 15 years He gives a lot of good advice It's super easy read um, I have it on Audible I listen to it in like I don't know Like four or five hours It's nice. it's not a hard read Yeah, it's super easy But he gives a lot of good advice That's one book But The Go-Giver That's another one Richest Man in Babylon um, Is a super good And my favorite book of all time Is called The Alchemist I've heard have a you, lot of people Recommend it recently Yeah I haven't read it really. though It's Yeah, it's not just a good book Like In the business setting Because it's more of a story based book It's just a good book for like the soul bro Just like a moral Moral compass of books And and a way that you make good decisions With your business and with people Because essentially that's what business is right You're just You're working with people That you trust Hopefully that you like And and that's That's why I think those books are really important Yeah But yeah Robert Eager Robert Iger Ride of a Lifetime The Alchemist The Go-Giver those are probably some, and Richest Man of Babylon. Those are like the solid ones I'd say so far. Nice. Yeah.
2: So it sounds like you've consumed a lot of content and t- eaten a lot of this <sighs> up. Probably what's, too much, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's, what's your best advice for a young entrepreneur, old entrepreneur, anyone that's wanting to start a business?
1: So this is, I'm just going to steal from other people because my own words won't do it justice. But um, Scooter Braun, who is the guy I look up to the most as yeah. far as business. I don't know if you guys know who Scooter Braun is. Yeah. Little detail on him. He is the manager for Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato. But he is the one who I would say is the reason Justin Bieber. He all these found people, him pretty much, right? yeah, he's the man. Um, what I love about him is that the first thing you have to think about is who you want to be as a person, right? So like your moral, and then all that hustle, all those other things that you do later on. I think comes second. And so, um, I mean, to answer your question straightforward, I think the advice, I mean, I don't have a ton, you know, I'm not super knowledgeable or anything, but what I'd steal from Scooter Braun is that you have to find people who are like-minded like you and you guys all have to come up together as opposed to being like a 20 something year old and going to some 50, 40 year old, 60 year old entrepreneur business individual and being like, Hey, can you mentor me? Mentors are great. 100% 100% get a mentor, someone you really look up to and have a personal relationship with. But I'm just, can I just share this story real quick actually? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Scooter Braun talks about how he was on a list, the 30 for under 30 list. It's a, it's a list that Forbes comes out with every year and it's like 30 entrepreneurs, business-minded people, people in every industry and they're all under 30 years old. So he gets this list, gets put on it, he's like 29 and he looks at the whole list and what he realized is all of his mentors that he talked to is basically he would talk to them and be like, Hey, can I get this favor done? Can I get that favor done? Because that's what ends up becoming in the business world is just favors mm-hmm. for different people. I scratch and your then, back, you scratch my Exactly. 100%. And that's how, I mean, personally, that's how I think everyone stays rich together too, is you make these favors for one another and in, in across different industries. And what he talks about is he's like, yeah, these guys that I knew my mentors that were like 40, 50 years old, They'd always talk about oh let me just call that guy i've known him for 15 years right let me just make this phone call i've known that guy for 20 years yeah so he took this 30 for under 30 list looked at all the names and cold called and emailed every single person on the list really and wow. he was like hey they put us on this list together i think we should know each other like get back to me when you can blah blah, blah. and i think from the 30 of those people he got like 10 calls back and from those 10 calls he ends up being one of the earliest investors for Spotify and for Uber and for Lyft. Oh, wow. And cool. so, yeah, that's, I, so I think that's like one thing is young entrepreneurs, as opposed to thinking like everyone's your competition, Right. is to actually think of it in a way that like when you work together, you all grow together, right? Yeah. So further together, faster alone. I really think that that's probably an advice I'd give to young entrepreneurs and, and even old entrepreneurs too is, is just that you come up together, and I think you're better for it. I think everyone increases, and but yeah, just coming up together is probably the thing I'd say for the for the young ones, you know. Sweet, yeah, that's,
2: that's sweet. Are we gonna see you on that list sometime soon? I mean, with you guys,
1: hundred <laughs> percent, bro, hundred yeah. percent. I'm about that list. There we go. I'm not. I, I'd, I would. I'd be lying to you if I didn't say it was definitely a goal. That's, a, that's an awesome lying. goal, though. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd be lying. Yeah.
0: But so what's what's kind of the plan going forward with uh, with the business? So
1: with Kukiya Creations, the biggest thing right now that we're um, getting out is the website will be up Janu- January, uh, July tenth, <laughs> and we'll have four new sticker designs by then. So, oh maybe five. Yeah, maybe it's five. But basically, we're trying to figure out some different designs for T-shirts, different hats, um, just a lot of the simple simple things like that, jackets. Um, But moving forward, we're trying to get a lot more inventory. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're still sticking with the things that we do really well, which is the shoes. But, yeah, I mean, basically a lot of it is just new designs, things that we haven't used before. Um, On Instagram, we just had like a voting for the new sticker, Mm -hmm. and I think like 1,200 people voted. Wow! Really? Yeah. Yeah, so that was like a really big deal for us because – That's cool, yeah. Yeah, for 1,200 people to – take five seconds and click yes right. or no on a sticker it means a lot, it yeah. means a lot to, to someone like me you yeah. know who who doesn't think more than 10 people look at the page a day <laughs> right yeah so thanks everybody shout out every last individual that voted for the stickers <laughs>
2: <laughs> well this episode will either come out right before the 10th or right after the 10th yeah. okay, <laughs> depending sweet. on when we decide to release it might be up or not perfect but make sure you check it out okay either
1: way. awesome yeah appreciate it guys We're excited
2: to see it um We've had a lot of fun, learned a lot from this. Before we close yeah. up, we have a quick game we're going to play with you, though. Let's go. I love games. <laughs> we do, too. So so how it's going to go is we've got a list of questions, um, and you have 60 seconds to see how many of them you can answer. Oh, so it's no. just going to be rapid fire. Um, we'll just go back and forth okay. between me and Ridge, and yeah, we'll see how many you can get. Okay. And these are just, like, questions about you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I will pull up.
1: Uh, While they're doing that Shout out Ridge and Dallin They are the uh, best guys If you're not listening to this podcast You need to Go back Listen to every episode Get it done That's wow. it That's all I, I have to say <laughs> <laughs>
2: Say it louder for the people in the back In the back For those that
1: can't hear me Ridge and Dallin The men Oh I appreciate it Getting man. it done on their podcast I appreciate that. How many 20 right. something year olds do you know that have a podcast <laughs> that are doing this, kay? Well, That's one of the not happening. <laughs> it's not happening.
2: Sigma. All right, Reggie, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, we will start in three, two, one.
0: Favorite junk food? Twix. Now, if you could have a
2: superpower, what would it be?
0: Teleportation. Music you turn on, nobody is around. Bob Marley. There
2: Stuck on an island, what would you bring?
1: My scriptures. <laughs> no, <laughs> a I wouldn't. Favorite quote. <laughs> Uh, Emma River Wilcox's poem about resilience.
2: Um, If you could have dinner with anyone in time, who would it be?
1: Leonardo da Vinci. Uh,
0: What's your spirit animal?
1: A sea turtle.
2: Uh, Who's your celebrity crush?
1: Gemma Arterton from Prince of Persia, but the Prince of Persia girl princess tamina not her as an actual actress (laughs) just her in that character (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh,
0: michael jordan or lebron james michael jordan are you kidding (laughs) me he's the goat tv show you could binge watch uh prison break um if you or avatar the last airbender if you could swim in any liquid what would it be
1: nitrogen is that a liquid
2: (laughs) um if you could turn an inanimate object into life what would it be
1: uh the apple computer
2: Apple computer dude wow. I hold on how many did you get that
0: I don't dude
2: we skipped a few so I have to like but one two three four five six seven eight nine ten I think 12
0: wow so I okay? think the record
2: is like 13 so you're dang right it. there but yeah. it's uh, oh dang it you're, you're you should have told there. me that beforehand I know yeah. so I had yeah, a goal we're, we're mind.
1: working on that we're working gosh on that. dang it <laughs> I it take back though. everything
2: I
0: said about the podcast
1: <laughs> No, 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 we will uh, <laughs> we'll get
2: you back on when when you're on the 30 for 30 list and you can do it again. Sounds good. Promise? Yourself. Promise. Oh, Okay,
1: promise. I'm going to write that down. Right <laughs> uh, we have it on air, so. I'm going to put
2: that down in the notes.
0: There you go. Right now.
2: Set a reminder. 100%. Sick, dude. Well, um, before we close up here, why don't you just take another second, uh, plug yourself real quick, tell people where they can find you, uh, if they're interested, how they can place an order.
1: Guys, you can do it multiple ways. The biggest way to do it is on Instagram. If you just hit me with the DM, either at jsnuka23 or at Kukia Creations, that's pretty much it. Um, if you guys look at the page, um, I'll just pull it up right now. You can just check out any of the shoes, any of the things. Can I go to camera? Is this camera one over yeah. here? Can I Just scroll that. Okay. That's it, we're out here. There we go. Whatever you guys need, um, personalized. But yeah, I'm gonna get those stickers to you guys though, on another, on a different level. But yeah, Sweet, Sweet. I'll hit it. you guys with those stickers appreciate for it. sure. Okay,
2: dude. Well, thanks again. Uh, yeah, it's been real. You. Learned a yeah. lot from you. And a ton
1: of fun. You guys are awesome, man. This yeah. is this is awesome. This is so sick. Keep well, doing what you're doing. Yeah,
2: appreciate you coming on. Okay, and we'll catch you all
1: next week. Yep. Oh, Hoi.